Hello and welcome to Sports Beat After Hours. I am your host, Hemahimuli Jr., aka Sports Beat's Creed Bratton. Uh, joining me today is uh, the Internet Jesus himself, Sean Walker. Oscar from The Office. Or aka Oscar. What up in the house? <laughs> and Zach Hicken. Who are you in The Office? I don't know. Jim? No, I'm not cool enough. Um, we've already established. Every, everybody always wants to be Jim, though. Everyone does want to be Jim. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I think I'm kind of Andy, because maybe I have like no self-awareness. Like I'm kind of weird. <laughs> I'm dorky. I'm like obsessed with not my college, but like my favorite baseball team. That's true. He's obsessed with his college. Your nipples chafe really badly. They do. <laughs> they do. We weren't supposed to talk about that, but. They do. Guys, we've reached a milestone. I punch holes in walls. <laughs> just, it just You just flip. Yeah. You just get super angry. Yeah. Um, as as a non-office guy, you guys, might, you guys might have to explain this to me, but I've been told that I bear a striking resemblance personality-wise to Dwight Schrute. Is that a good thing? Um, Like you look like him? No, no, like personality-wise. Oh, oh, oh. Um... <sighs> How do you feel um, about Battlestar Galactica? No, I I think I can I agree do love with BSG. Some of that. Yeah, because he's a Sean's a huge nerd. Yeah, he's a huge nerd. Yeah, breaking news, guys. And Dwight's a pretty big nerd. Yeah, yeah. Breaking news. Except Dwight's got like he's kind of a uh, what are they a survivalist too? Like yeah. he has a bunker. Yeah, I don't see Sean as being much of a survivalist. I I don't even have food storage, so <laughs> yeah. I'm a bad Mormon <laughs> in that regard. But he is a super nerd, so I guess yeah, you're you're a little bit like Dwight. Um, you do get angry sometimes. Well, too. You know what? I actually got one. Um, uh, the guy that dated Aaron, the super tall dude that oh, looked like a skeleton. Yes. Um, what is his name? Man, if any if anyone's actually listening, tweet at us. Well, we're not live right now, so <laughs> we can take a second and look that up. Um, Gabe, 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 Gabe Lewis. Yes, he's funny. You're Gabe. You're Gabe. Do you have like a Japanese themed room in your home? Oh, with powdered yes. seahorse. I was addicted to Dragon Ball Z and Sailor Moon <laughs> as a kid. Good Doesn't enough. Count? Good, Good enough. enough. There we go. Gabe, you're Gabe. So you guys probably wonder why we're talking about The Office, uh-huh. and uh, well, it's kind of know. random. Yeah, I mean, uh, let's, let's introduce it first by uh, cracking cold one. All right. Tonight's cold one is brought to you by uh, Henry Weinhardt's Root Beer, the best cream-flavored root beer out there. It's tasty. Also not a sponsor, but we're looking. I've never heard of this. But the reason that we are uh, talking The Office is because we put out a uh, short little intro video um, to our Game Night Live season, which begins on Friday. Next week. Yeah, Friday uh, East here. against Jordan. Um Starting things back up with Game Night Live, preps football coverage, and uh, we just wanted to introduce everyone to who's going to be working behind the scenes and in front of the camera and uh, doing the written word for uh, KSL and KSL's other properties. So um, check that out on our Twitter account, our YouTube, Um, not on Instagram because it got taken down. but (laughs) Definitely uh, on Twitter, though. Yeah, definitely on Twitter. Retweet, uh, like it, love it. It's funny because, like, we've, we always talked about doing, like, spoof things and, like, 
making videos. This is the first time we actually did one. Well, like, and it was really quick too. I think sure. overall, like we definitely spent like a lot of time just like looking, watching it over and over again. Um, the pieces that we had so far, but I think like editing and shooting, it took less than 25 minutes. Even the graphics at the very end, like the whole, like the office plaque spoof. That's well, I think the longest me. thing, the longest part was figuring out the, uh, font for, uh, like the, the legacy title in premiere oh, to right. say that KSL game night live is back on August 17th. Yeah. That's that forever. took us the longest <laughs> <laughs> because we were trying to like make it look metallic and it yeah cool. it took a minute but yeah but um yeah enjoy that video it's i think it's pretty awesome it's probably my favorite thing we've done so far and i've done we've done a lot of things it, yeah and i, I really I, enjoy yeah, it like, and part of the reason is because i just love the office but yeah um no it was fun and it's funny and you know it kind of lets us know everyone who's like behind the scenes and everything i mean sure we got to do like a full house one Oh yeah. Um, we could even do. Uh, I don't know what other like popular this, opening. This could go there. places. Friends. Oh yeah, friends. Maybe absolutely. a step by step version. Step by step. By step. We could do. It could be a good one. Seinfeld with Rod doing uh, stand up at the beginning. <laughs> just call it Zundel. <laughs> yeah, it's just him re-explaining the joke over and over because yeah. he's not sure if you understood. <laughs> um, no, we got. If you guys have any ideas of. Uh, movie tv show openings that you guys want us to do like tweet at us oh this is great this is a new drop i haven't heard so uh what's the <laughs> deal with all this stuff i don't understand it oh that's a terrible no that, you sound more like uh uh ray romano right there <laughs> <laughs> but is that is that racist no, no. No, you sound like I don't know how that's racist. You sound like Ray Romano because he's Jewish. Are they both Jewish? Oh crap! My drink's spilling. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> anyway, so we're uh, we were previewing Game Night Live, um, which is uh, our high school football coverage for KSL TV, uh, KSL dot com, KSL not radio. Um, yeah, not as much on not news as much radio. On KSL radio. But However, Scott Mitchell and, and Alex Carey, if you need a high school football correspondent, Zach's your man. Yeah, I am. I'm. Uh, I'm looking. Um, but yeah, we're uh, we're kicking off the season with a big matchup between East and Jordan. Uh, Going to light up the scoreboard for sure. Um, East, one of the favorites in that the could 6A. be that could be the defense optional game of the week. Uh, when it comes to Jordan, definitely. Um, both, East, both East also got poached a little bit on defense from last year, so maybe uh, we'll we'll break down a couple of a couple of teams individually, kind of as we look well, ahead. Maybe we'll to the just first look at a few of the, the favorites, seasons. but uh, yeah, I I feel like East had a lot of rebuilding to do on defense. So uh, congratulations, you're going up against traditionally one of the best offenses in the state in opening week. However, we buried the lead a little bit because literally the first day of the high school football season. Uh, is actually the day before. Is Thursday night with perhaps the best matchup. Uh, defending Class 6A champion Bingham traveling to Utah County, hitting the road to play at defending Class 4A state champion Orem. And I think, if I remember right, Bingham uh, blew out Orem last year. Is that correct? In week two? They did beat them, that's for sure. Um, I think, uh, you know, this game's going to be... It's one that I'm looking forward to, and uh, I'm not working that night. I know Hema's probably going to end up shooting it, but yeah. I might make my way down. Maybe we'll do a little two-camera action. Ooh, that'd be fun. For, come uh, come hang Thursday. out with us. Because um, oh, yeah, I definitely I want to check out two guys that are, are going to be in this game. 
uh, Orms Pukunakua, who's a USC commit. Best athlete and, in the uh, state. Braden Whistler, who I actually think is maybe the best athlete in the state. Ooh. Most underrated athlete in the state. Most underrated for sure. For sure. But he is uh, he's something special, and I, I've been following him for a few years. He put up over 200 rushing yards and I think scored three touchdowns against uh, Orem last year in this matchup and really burst onto the scene as a junior. I think he's going to make some noise early on in his senior year. Uh, and there are a lot of guys just with uh, local ties. Uh, Orem has a pair of uh, linemen that are committed to BYU um, or were at one-time commits. I'm not, I don't really follow recruiting a ton. But Bingham's always good and that's yeah, going to be a good matchup. I'm excited to watch uh, Simote Peppa. I don't know if you guys remember him. He was he won the 6A. Wait, what was it 6A? Um, so Game Night Live Awards last year, he won the 6A one. The 6A MVP. 6A MVP. Yeah, the 6A MVP. He he's a huge dude. Okay, he's a nose guard. My drink's still mm-hmm. overflowing. I don't understand. Six, um, 60 tackles and three sacks last year. Arguably the best defensive lineman in the state, and he was only a junior. He's a monster. 6'4", 330. This oh dude my is Oh, my goodness. Huge. Are you serious? Yeah. yeah, he's a big kid. This guy's incredible. He's, like, bigger than uh, Kairos Tonga. Oh, really? Well, Kairos Tonga is... He's 6'4". Or, or as... Yeah, he's about as big. It, as big at Tong- least. Okay, Tonga's, but that's a high school. Tonga's, like, 350, right. 360. High school. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's I mean, Tonga, Tonga came in 20 pounds overweight. <laughs> <laughs> and they're still trying to get him to lose weight. So, I mean, his playing weight will probably be about the same. That's unreal. 6'3", 350. Kid. But he can also move. Big, big kid. Yeah. He, he, like, last year he was, like, So what schools are looking down. at him? Um, I'm not quite sure. Maybe Sean can look that up while we're talking about him. This guy can move. He uh, tackles up and down the line. Uh Sideline to sideline. I can't believe that it's, it's okay crazy. for like <laughs> to make people this big. I, I can't believe that I'm not that big. Like, I... If you were 6'4", 330, you would like Bro, if I was if I was do? if I was if I was 5'11", <laughs> I would have played college baseball. <laughs> like and I'm not joking. I yeah. I seriously got really overlooked because of my size. Um I would have had an opportunity to play college baseball. How, I don't know how it would have changed my life, but sure. How tall are you? I don't even know. Uh like when I first wake up in the morning and like my spine's elongated like 5'7". Okay. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. If I was Maybe six like four, five, seven and a half, yeah, three thirty, I would definitely be trying to play D one ball. That's that's a monster size. And, and this kid, this kid's definitely going to be playing Division one ball. So all of the local schools definitely, uh, okay. definitely on him. Utah, BYU, Utah State, all on him. He's also got offers from Arizona, from Nebraska. Um, although that was a former offer before Scott Frost got there, I'm not sure. Oh, I mean, we might need to get an update on that one. Uh, but uh, Oregon's on his trail. Uh, Bronco Mendenhall in Virginia Oregon are trail. on him. <laughs> Oregon trail. He's well, going to Oregon. Um, yeah, uh, Chris Peterson up at Washington. He is a big boy, so maybe he winds well, what's up at the, Wisconsin. Uh, how many stars is he worth? Uh, Twenty-four-seven gives him an, a zero-point-eight-five composite rating, so which is right, right on the edge of three and four stars. Okay, because like I know so he's if, a player. I know if you get six, two... six best player in the state of Utah. Two P five offers. Fifty eight D tackle overall nationally. Let's go over uh, while we're at it. Why don't we go over the top five guys in the state uh, athlete wise? I mean, Pukaniku is probably the clear number one. Should we use the twenty four seven sports composite yeah, rankings? Let's, let's sure. do it. Yeah. So uh, number one, actually, not Pukaniku. Number one is still uncommitted. 
It's uh, Isiaka Ika. Siaki Ika. Oh, oh right. so he he was the five star that was originally committed to yeah, BYU. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And now everyone in the country wants him. Yep. Yeah, Jack Ika. Okay. So yep. 6'3", 350 pound defensive tackle out of East. He's a big dude too. Yeah. He's oh another my big goodness. kid. Yeah. Uh, I th- so he goes by Apu. That's his Apu like, Ika. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Dude's a beast. He's going. Doesn't he have one for Bama? Doesn't he have a Bama offer? He does. Yeah. Okay. He's going to go to Bama. Dude's a. Dude's a yeah. Beast. Alabama's a front runner, but USC, Washington. He was formerly committed to BYU, like Zach mentioned. Uh, Arizona also pretty high on his list. So. Well, and never you know, doubt the Kevin Sumlin effect. Let me tell you. Um, one of the things that Alabama has. Um, Championships. Well, no. Uh, one of the biggest benefits is that he'd be able to stay close to family, like uh, uh, Brandon Cahoe. Like Brandon Cahoe. Yeah, yeah, Brandon Cahoe. <laughs> of course. Who uh, was playing at Washington. <laughs> Too soon. Here's a little. Oh, here's a little soon. backstory, but Too soon. Brandon Cahoe. He's a five-star uh, football player who was originally committed to BYU. LDS kid out of Reno, Nevada. Um, signs with Washington. Uh, is an early enrollee and uh, ends up going to Washington. He uh, he has some personal things happen. Uh, his parents got divorced. He N- never actually enrolled. Oh, he never actually yeah, enrolled. Never okay. actually enrolled. Um, did sign a national letter of intent back on signing day. Was going to enroll over the summer. Did not. Okay. And so then, he had some personal issues. He lost some. Uh, he lost a drastic amount of weight. And uh, he, you know, after sitting down with Coach Peterson, a couple relatives that, died recently. Yeah, had an uncle who died. Yeah, so Ooh, it's been stuff. a rough go. Yeah, and really uh, rough. after you know taking all this into consideration, he, he sat down with Coach Peterson, and Coach Peterson said, "Hey, I will release you to any school in the country." It was okay, except you know, Washington. This State. is good. Just kidding. Because um, you know, Pete, Pete, I would do, like Pete doesn't to be, care. Pete, Chris Peterson. I know I'm going to make a lot of Utah, BYU, and Utah State fans really mad by saying this, but. Uh, Coach Pete is one of the classiest head coaches oh, in college football. Absolutely. Absolutely one of the classiest head coaches in college football. So, yeah, completely releases him from his NLI. Yeah, and so um, the whole uh, narrative that comes out after is that Cahill wants to stay close to his family. Yeah. So you think, okay, maybe he's going to go to Nevada, maybe a Pac-12 sure. school in, the, in California, um, maybe UNLV. Uh, BYU, BYU was back in the mix. He was a previous BYU commit. Yeah, BYU years was back ago. in the mix, and then he ends up signing with Alabama and just started practicing with them on Saturday. Right. So, about Wild. three days after he's released from UW. Yeah. So, uh, and also, any tampering going down there? I mean, well, <laughs> I don't remember who said it, but someone said like someone got injured at. Uh, yeah, uh, an Alabama linebacker tore his ACL. Yeah, that's right. And he's out for the season. And, and like, then, like, interesting. Two days later. Brandon Cahill ends up at Alabama. I don't yeah. know. The whole thing's kind of interesting. But, yeah, it's uh, maybe uh, Weeka is going to end up there so he can be close to family as well. Hey, and if uh, Jalen Hurts skips town, um, you know who the quarterback's going to be. So we've got a lot of polys going to Alabama now, which is pretty if, interesting. If Tua sticks around Tuscaloosa. Yeah. That's another rumor. We won't. We won't go into any more rumors. Okay. Though. Well, we and uh, any, any who was the other Latu that ended up at uh, Cameron Latu? Yeah, Cam Latu ended up at Bama. The other other oh, Latu. Another uh, BYU <laughs> commit at one time. <laughs> uh, if they didn't BYU didn't suck so bad, then they wouldn't be losing so many commits. Yeah. But anyway, uh, so let's speaking, go. Uh, speaking two. of uh, BYU recruit, uh, second best player in the state, best skill position player, one Puka Nakua. Out of Orem High, uh, brother of former BYU defensive back 
Kai Nakua. Mm-hmm. And former also, BYU signee Isaiah Nakua. Also brother, uh, younger brother of current Utah wide receiver Thanks. Samson Nakua. Um, yeah, best skill position player in the state. He's committed to USC and really kind of leads an Orem team that is extremely loaded, as we're going to see. They've got two players rated in the top five statewide, according to 24-7 Sports. Ooh. Um, yeah, we'll cool. get to number five in okay. a minute, though. Okay. Um, and then uh, and then Bingham, n- n- still uh, slacking off a little bit. In terms of these uh, recruiting rankings, because their best player is the third best player in the state per twenty four seven sports, and that would be outside linebacker Lolani Longy, six foot two, oh yeah, two hundred and thirty ish pounds. Um, probably gonna wind up at Utah, but he's also got offers from BYU, Boise State, uh, Vanderbilt has been high on him recently, uh, Cal, Nebraska, Hawaii, Washington State was on him. Uh, a little while ago, I think that's cooled some, but he's a little brother of another Longy that you probably know, current New England Patriots linebacker, BYU alum, former Utah signee, Harvey Longy. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Bingham led once again by its defense there. Uh, number four, another big boy coming out of one of the new schools, reigning class, I got to get my nomenclature right, 5A oh, state right. runner-up. Logan Sagapolo. Oh, this kid's of, huge uh, too. Sky Ridge, six foot three, three hundred forty pounds center. Uh, Oregon has an offer out on him. He's talked about how much he's really liked them, but he's also got offers from Utah, uh, BYU. Cause he said he's he likes BYU as, a lot as well. Yeah, he's um, talked about BYU some. I uh, just a quick note about Sky Ridge. I remember Jim Hardy covering loves a few of, uh, of uh, the Sky Ridge games last year. Yeah, and. Uh, the Falcons' offensive line legitimately looks like a D D one D one offensive line. They look great. They upset They're huge. Uh, Corner Canyon in the playoffs, right? Yes. Yeah, they upset Corner Canyon at the last second with a block kick. I mean, granted, Corner Canyon didn't have Zach Wilson. He went down in the playoffs with a broken hand, I believe. But right. um, yeah, and then they got blown out by Lehigh, which Lehigh was unbelievable last year. Yeah. And then who? Uh, who's but number Sky Ridge, five? Sky Ridge did all of this, marched the way, only their second year as a school, as a high school football program, right. really coming together. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Second year in existence, they go to the Lehigh Bowl in that Class 5A state title game, and they really did it in large part uh, on the basis of their trench play. Their skill position players were, you know, some of them were fine. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to knock any high school kids or anything, but they sure. were they were fine. They were adequate. Uh, but certainly no superstars. Nothing like a Kevin Cooper over at Lehigh, who's right. now in contention to start at Washington State. Uh, nothing like a Puka Nakua, for sure. But it was obvious their trenches but, were yeah, strong. Yeah, but they were able to just dominate on the offensive and defensive lines, and Logan Sacapolo is a uh, big reason for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the number five uh, overall recruit per 24-7 sports in the state of Utah is Orem defensive end Chuck Alatini. Okay. Who is a uh, BYU commit, six foot two, two hundred fifty pounds? Again, Orem just absolutely loaded. Both at he's not that big after comparing with all these other guys. <laughs> yes, he doesn't sound that big. I mean, six two, only two massive. But um, no, let's. Uh, so that's uh, the top five guys. Um, do we want to make maybe go through and pick our uh, state champions for six A through four A? Um, the big classifications. Sure. Okay. Sure. Um, do you want to start? 
let's start with 6A. Yeah, let's start in 6A because I think that's where uh, you're probably not going to see a whole lot of arguments right now. Uh, You basically have a 1A and a 1B. Yeah. I think. But let's let's check each other because, you know, it's only the second year that 6A has existed. So... I might That's fair. say something wrong. That's fair. Okay, uh, I'm gonna. Go, I'll go with Bingham. Yeah, Bingham coming in as the reigning state champions. They re- they right. only lost or or they only return one offensive starter, uh, but they do bring back most of their defense as they try to go for a three-peat in state classifications. I think uh, fifth title in the last seven years. This would be um, overall, obviously bouncing between five A six A with the newly newly. Uh, create a classification there, but I, I think if, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people said said this last year, but maybe if there is a year that a one B team like East could challenge Bingham, this might be it. Again, it's a Bingham team where their pride is very much going to be on their defense. It might take a couple of weeks for their offense to really get clicking and 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 get running and and up to speed. And lo and behold, after going on the road to Orem in Week One. They've got a week two matchup with probably the second best team in the state in East. Okay. So non-region play really not doing them any favors there. Uh, if there is a time for East to pick them off, this might be it. Gotcha. Um, I yeah, I agree. Six A Bingham most likely. Yeah, it's hard to uh, argue to against argue Bingham. Bingham's really talented this year. Um, let's move to five A. Now this is where I my memory gets kind of tricky. Um, so I'm going to say, is Alta? Alta is, Alta is 5A. I'm going to say either Alta or Bountiful. I'm trying to decide between the two. Alta. Yeah. Let's say Alta. Let's go with Alta. Okay. I, I really like Alta, or uh, not Alta. Sorry. You got me confused. Thanks, Emma. (laughs) Uh, I really like Skyridge. In 5A, okay. really, really like them. 5A runner-up last year. They returned seven offensive starters, six more on defense. Um, their uh, their head coach, John Lehman, one of the classiest guys in high school coach, really a lot of classy high school coaches in the state, but he is just top of the top, uh, really knows his stuff uh, in so many ways, and I know he's going to have them prepared, especially with so much talent coming back that kind of got a taste of a deep playoff run. I think they're going to be extra motivated to try to finish the job this season, and I think I think you have to make them one of the favorites here in the preseason to win Class Five A. Yeah, that's who I go with. Um, I mean, uh, Lehigh, the re- reigning state champ, mm-hmm. loses uh, its quarterback, uh, biggest threat and tight end, uh, Dallin Holker. Um, so you got to go more. with uh, yeah, and yep. um, I mean, I know. Uh, Skyridge wasn't expected to go to the state championship, but it's not like Corner Canyon. Uh, Zach Wilson isn't marching out for the Chargers, so um, and, and all the talk around Skyridge last year was they were kind of kind of a year ahead of schedule. Yeah, which is to say that this year was the year they were supposed to be really really good, and that's us- that's usually pretty par for the course for these new schools opening up. Is it takes somewhere in year three or year four for them to really match speed and, and get yeah. all the way up to speed as they try to pull players through freshman, sophomore, um, into their upper class bin year. So yeah, so I, 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 I go with Skyridge Sky really this year. And then uh, I'll start with 4A. Yeah. Um, Don't count out Corner Canyon in 5A. Uh, I mean, no, I, they're just going to be breaking a I, new quarterback, and that's the reason I don't go with him. Sure. I mean, so Skyridge. Yeah. To be fair. But I think Skyridge does have a lot more around him as well. 
Um, I just don't think you can completely count on Corner Canyon as well. In 4A, I think this is a two-horse race. I really do. Um, I think there are really only two options. I'll let Zach go ahead and start. Uh, I yeah, I'm going to Orem. That's one Sorry, of them. Sorry, I'm pretty boring. I'm picking the favorites, so... That's one of them. That's that's certainly the the either the one A or the one B, depending yeah. on how you look at it. Yeah. Hema, any thoughts on four A? Um, let's see. I'm looking at the teams because I forget who is even in four A. Um, let's see. I don't know. Who do you say, Sean? So I like Orem as well. I I, I mean Puget. There is no talent in this state. Sorry to everyone else out there, but. There's probably no talent in the state overall, just in terms of pure speed, pure athleticism, than Puka Nakua, who we've talked about ad nauseum. But uh, I also really like Skyview. Keep an eye out on Skyview. Uh, semifinal run last year in the 4A state playoffs really came within about a half a quarter of knocking off Orem in that semifinal game. Um, they, they've got a they they've got a great quarterback in uh, Jackson Sidaway, Mason Falslev's back at wide receiver slash running back slash all-around athlete. He just committed to the University of Utah to play basketball. Um, and uh, and I think Skyview could give Orem a pretty good run for their money, if nothing else. I, I would not be shocked to see them as one of the contenders for that 4A title. I'm going to pick Desert Hills just to be different. That is definitely different. <laughs> that is uh, about as far I, away as you I can, can get. never. I can. You can never completely count out a Region Nine team from making a run in the four A playoffs or the old three double A playoffs. Uh, D Hills might be the third best team in Region Nine, which means they're probably going to go to the state semifinals because that's kind of how they go. Yeah, the last exactly. Years. <laughs> uh, Class Three A. I'll, I'll just run through some of these because I know you guys don't really follow small school football, but Juan Diego is going for a three-peat. I don't know if anybody really touches them this year. Yeah. They're just good. I mean, uh, uh, head coach John Calissimo down there in Draper has things rolling. They never really rebuild. They just reload or bring in new kids to yeah, it's uh, nice fill some of their recruit. holes. It's not recruiting. <laughs> it's a private school. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so JD probably looked to be uh, the top of the heap again this year. Summit Academy might put in a nice little run. Look out at the end of uh How about of, Judge, uh, 3A Judge 3A, 3A again this year? Or are they 4A? Judge is uh, probably not going to be a contender. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was just curious. Uh, 2A, we're all really just looking forward to the state championship Hopefully a four-peat appearance between South Summit and Beaver. South Summit um, has been kind of the old blood, but Beaver has been going back and forth with them recently. Any thoughts either way, you guys? Uh, I know Matt Glade is a big fan of uh, South Summit. so he is. We'll Proud Canvas native. Uh, yeah, South Summit's always the easy money, but don't count out Beaver entirely. And, and uh, Beaver had a pretty young team last year, despite making a uh, state final run, so could be someone to keep an eye on. Um, and then in 1A, uh, Duchesne, Milford, and Kanab are probably your sort of three-pronged favorites, if you will, down in the lower classification. Milford's the defending champ, first state title in uh, almost 40 years, I think it's been. But they're replacing a lot. They lose their quarterback. They lose their stud running back slash all everything, including backup quarterback. Uh, they got to replace a lot. And Duchesne... Again, another one of those teams that just keeps reloading and reloading and reloading down in the 1A ranks. 
Interesting. So while we're talking about these uh, low ranks of football, why don't we go to the lower echelon of uh, college football? <laughs> um, wow. Not a knock because they're really wow. good for what they do, but Southern Utah and Weber State. We uh, wrapped the- up our college football preview for the um, 2018 season with uh, – a chat with uh, Jay Hill, the head coach, the head honcho at Weber State, mm-hmm. um, who they're coming with really high expectations. They're ranked eight or seven eighth. in the country. Eighth? Eighth. Okay. I'll trust Hema since he edited the package. But yep. uh, big expectations. One spot ahead of Big Sky preseason favorite, Eastern Washington. Yeah. That's that's an interesting that's a big one. big deal. Well, I think uh, you know a big part of the reason that – Weaver's not getting those accolades in the big skies because uh, they lose Stephen Cat Stephen Cantwell. Yeah. Um, and then SUU, who uh, has won two out of the last three Big Sky championships, uh, and has done so kind of under the radar. Uh, not really getting a lot of respect this year, but um, they look like they might be a pretty solid team again. So um, I'm looking forward to uh, both these teams and. Um, Hopefully we get opportunities to cover them because it means that they're doing well. Um, yeah. Hopefully not too much because that means that the FBS teams aren't doing very well. <laughs> um, but we want to give them their fair share and uh, you know give them an opportunity to be in the spotlight and feature them because they have both produced a lot of players over the last few years. Um, SUU I mean, with six players currently on NFL rosters. Yeah, I mean, a few years ago that was more than BYU had. I think at one point, like, Five years ago, BYU only had like three guys on NFL rosters. And after a couple of injuries, it might be as many as BYU That's has. true. Yeah. I mean, geez. Like, R- you look R- at PT, John. You look at how- Give uh, soon. Well, okay. Let's look at the unlucky string of uh, injuries that BYU's had. T. John Karoma injures his knee. Uh, Daniel Sorensen uh, gets injured. Harvey um, Longy- Almost the same practice. Yeah. Harvey Longy lacerates his kidney. Um, right. Just like P- so Potentially. Many- potentially. I thought that potentially there were no there were no tests to prove it, but they oh, okay. fear it might be lacerated based okay. on a car wreck last year, and then another hit that he took. So in the practice. reports out of uh, New yeah. England, were according that, yeah. to the Athletic. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I got to subscribe. Um, there's a plug one for uh, Stuart Mandel. Always, subs- always subscribe and uh, go to theathletic.com/sportsbeatafterhours for a special 15%. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But like, uh, when the hell did this happen? But yeah, uh, you know, BYU guys have just been really unlucky and uh, you know, SUU and Weber State, their guys are going in the league and, you know, turning heads and uh, making plays and getting opportunities to play. Which yeah, is good and, for them. Yeah, and SUU a little bit underrated coming into this preseason. They've obviously got to break in a new quarterback in Patrick Tyler, a new quarterback of the defense and linebacker Mike Needham. Uh, those are really, really big losses, I think, for the Thunderbirds, but they return all five starters on the offensive line. Uh, preseason FCS All-American center Zach Larson is back. Both of their stud running backs and uh, James Falila and Jay Green are back. Um, they uh, they uh, They lost quite a bit on defense, but most of their defensive backfield is returning. And guys, we haven't talked about the uh, most important, the most important transfer to hit Cedar City in the offseason. That is first-year video coordinator slash content producer McKay Pett, <laughs> who transfers to Southern Utah after a uh, well-received internship with the KSL TV video department. 
Um, no, uh, yeah, McKay's been. I mean, he's already putting out like fire content. Like, sure. I I think that his uh, his ability has gone up like tenfold. I don't. I, I don't know if uh, SCU has more resources than us. I mean, they are an they learning do. institution, <laughs> so they can get free stuff. But um, yeah, they're uh, some of the stuff that they're putting out is freaking awesome, and I'm happy for McKay to um, get that opportunity. And hopefully, it's just a stepping stone for him to you know get like that dream job that he wants to be like a a full time video content creator with a professional team. Yeah, or with so, Disney, or with Disney. Yeah, I mean, he wants to. Make the Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, like, theme video. Or Daisy Duck. Yeah, Daisy Duck. So, okay, so Just a little D- quick aside. Daisy Duck preview teaser. Quick aside. Uh, so, McKay wasn't here for our office spoof. Who would McKay be? What character would he be in the office? McKay in the office would be... Probably the one who got fired at the end of season one, episode one. <laughs> no, whoever left on their own volition because no, they found a better deal. No, um... Oh, shoot, what's the uh, what's the convict's name that ends up leaving? Karen. He could be Karen. Wait, which one's Karen? Karen was the one that dated Jim. Oh yeah. Yeah, he could be Karen. Yeah, that's true. I liked Karen. Eh, I liked her better in Parks and Rec. That's true. Yeah, she was way better in Parks and Rec. By the way, we can't do a Parks and Rec intro because I've already tried to like think of ways we can do one, and it'd be too hard. I think they do a lot of quick transitions and like. Uh, they do like a bunch of. Um, We're NBC. I mean? We can do this. Sure. We can do it. No, we re- <laughs> we'll figure it out. We got enough footage. We can make it work. We'll make it work. Yeah. So, so McKay, I know you listen. You're you're Karen. Okay. So uh, yeah, McKay's putting out fire video. But let's talk about maybe the most fire video movie to come out of uh, Utah in the last 25 years. <laughs> it's been uh, a while. The Sandlot celebrating its 25th anniversary at uh, Smith's Ballpark this weekend. Uh-huh. KSL's own Rod Zundel was there uh, with uh, some members of the cast. Uh, talked with the great Hambino. Uh, Demadia, Vic- Vince or Victor Demadia, who played Timmy. Um, yeah, uh, Patrick Renna, who played uh, Hamilton, and Tom Geary, who played Smalls. Um, I just, I thought it was pretty cool to see these guys all grown up now and uh very grown up yeah like very grown up <laughs> i mean they're like old enough to be like my dad maybe i don't know um good memories of this show though Yo, yeah it's probably this phenomenal it's probably a, the first sports movie i ever saw w- would you say it's a sports movie oh it's about absolutely life a sports, or a life no movie it's a, it's a sports. sports movie it's a okay. sports movie okay um i think that uh you know it's probably I mean, I've said it, we've talked about it in the past. It's probably my first or second favorite sports movie. Um, I really like oh, wow. Friday Night Lights a lot. Um, it's definitely the one I've seen the most. Um, I've probably seen this movie no short of like 200 times. Absolutely. Yeah. It's also probably the movie that I, definitely the movie that I quoted the most first. You know, like the quotes in this movie are classic. Yeah. And, oh, here comes like one of my favorite quotes. Diamond Porter. Good enough to lick the dirt off our cleats. Watch the it, dirt off our cleats. Shut up, idiot. Moron. I love how that kid kind of has like a Watch New York accent. Yeah. There, it's supposed to be in California. <laughs> hey, you, you can't even you can't even lick the yeah. dirt off our cleats, huh? <laughs> okay, here it comes. You bought grapples in the toilet. And you like it. That's one. You but play ball like a girl. Ooh. So great. 
I love how there's just absolute silence after yeah, that. Yeah, that's great editing, too. It's so good. No, this movie's <laughs> awesome. And, uh, you know, I'm very, uh, very jealous that Rod and whoever was the photographer, they got to go and shoot that with him because yeah. it'd have been cool to go and meet these guys. Chat and, with them. Yeah, just have it have a chat with them and get to know them a little bit and, you know, possibly get some things signed and tell them that they're my heroes. And um, <laughs> I mean, it's, I w- always wished I was a Sandlot kid. They and all seem very gracious. All those thoughts that like, are always going through my head. I know they're not like famous, like super duper famous, right? But yeah, I mean, I mean, some of them are still like hanging around. I mean, yeah. Squints is probably the one that had the biggest career post Sandlot, I would say. That's true. Um, he uh, was like on Gilmore Girls and- uh, Or Ham did Little Giants. Oh yeah, he well, did do like little the giants. Some, or, or the big little green. Giants? I think it was. No, he was in the big green. Big, yeah, that one. That uh, one. But that was like the same era, though. It was like maybe a couple of years later. Wait, didn't he do uh, uh, the son-in-law movie? I think Ham was oh, in yeah, the son-in-law. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah. I think he did. Son-in-law with uh, what's his face? Paul. I mean, Wendy might something? be uh, the biggest. Star um, now, like she's been in quite a few things. So I'm, Very going, big. I'm going to Patrick Renna's uh, IMDb page right now. Okay, uh, um, I know he was in the big green, you know, he's currently in Glow. Oh, Easy. I haven't seen that. Yeah, Glamour Ladies of Wrestling for Netflix. Oh, I, I uh, have you have you watched that? I've been wanting to check that out. I've been wanting to check uh, it out. Too. I saw the first like two episodes. Okay, I didn't really get super into it. I think I need to get back into it. I'm though. a big fan of Allison Bree, so I have been thinking about sure. checking that she out. She carries it, she carries it in a lot of ways. I'll uh, I'll say that. Uh, let's see. He had oh, a uh, uh, Squints was in uh, Freaks and Geeks. Oh, that's right. He was the bully. That's right. Um, I remember that. Yeah, that that's a great show. That's by a the great way. show. Um, and then he was in Gilmore Girls. So that's what I was thinking of that he was in recently was right. uh, Freaks and Geeks because I watched um, a few episodes of that pretty recently. He was in The Big Green as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a lot of these guys. Ham, Ham also a recurring role on Boy Meets World. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He did do Son-in-Law, by the way. That was back in 1993. So, yeah, not yeah. a lot going on for these guys afterwards. And I think that, I mean, for them it's got to be, you know, borderline annoying sometimes, but borderline cool to be yeah, recognized. Because they're pretty like. average guys now. I mean. Well, freaking Benny the Jet is like a firefighter it's a or something. fireman. That's, yeah, 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 isn't it? No, no, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's like a, a freaking uh, walking steroid injection. Dude, like, he's buff, bro. He is huge. He's yoked. <laughs> he's yoked. <laughs> he's pretty scary. He uh, he looks like he's been hanging out like the With Mike uh, Bibby. Yeah, I was gonna say Mike <laughs> Bibby or Barry Bonds or Sammy right. Sosa. He's been hanging it's out in a major league clubhouse. Yeah. If uh, if I were to guess that any of them went pro in baseball, it'd be <laughs> yeah, yeah, just looking at him, you yeah. know. So. Uh, no, it w- it was cool, and uh, we highlighted a lot of stuff. I mean, we did three or four different packages just about the Sandlot in the last three days. Oh, yeah. Um, so we definitely, uh, if you aren't sick of it yet, go and check it out on our app, on our YouTube page, or uh, yeah. go home and watch the movie because uh, it's an instant classic and, Absolutely. Um, and I'm share sure, it with someone that you love. I'm sure a lot of people haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I, f- I feel like a lot of Utahns have seen it just because. Oh, it's, it's probably the most famous movie that was made in Utah. Yeah. But like- you that know, or Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. When you think of baseball movies, you don't necessarily think of the Sandlot first. It's like, so I will the dreams. I I will I will say, the Sandlot is my favorite baseball movie and my second favorite sports movie movie of all time. Sure, because you're much, in Utah. Yeah, much like Zach Hicken, it's my second favorite. I mean, 
It's no Rudy. Come on. Rudy's your first? Come I on. think Rudy's so overrated. Oh, my gosh. I'm Rudy's? sorry, Sean. I okay. think Rudy's oh, super oh, what's, overrated. Oh, what's, oh, your mic just cut out. Sorry. Your mic just cut out. That's I'll weird. say it. Rudy's overrated. Oh, your, your mic just, both your mics. Hey, we're, uh, thanks for tuning in to the, uh, just kidding, guys. No, I, I, I mean, I think Rudy's fine. I think it's definitely it's overrated. Sorry, Sean. I'm sorry to say that, but... Um, I, I could name about five baseball movies that are better than uh, Rudy with like the natural field of dreams, yeah. rookie of the year, rookie of the year, major league, a league of their own. That is one oh, funky Mr. 3000. Yeah. Um, like there's so many good, like, so I, many I good think baseball movies. movies are always the best sports movies. The best sports. Okay. Yeah. So, well, you have to define what the best is. I mean, I don't know if I'd put half of those films over. My third favorite sports film of all time. Which is? The Mighty Ducks. Okay. Okay. But you're probably kind of seeing a theme in the type of sports films that I like, namely The Mighty Ducks and The Sandlot. Right. Those, well, like, the first coming baseball of age. movie that you named coming was Rookie of, of the Year as well. Right. Those, those like, come, but, like, <laughs> That's but, like those coming of age sports yeah. movies always really get me. But they're also like you look back and you're like, oh, the sports Heck, I didn't even is name terrible. The, like one of the best baseball movies, Moneyball. Moneyball. Moneyball's a, a great baseball movie, book's even better. though it's not really. It is. The book is unbelievable. The book is much better. I've um, read the book. I wrote a report on it in my senior year of high school. It's a good. Uh, it's a good book. But I would say like, it okay. make your head spin. It's like it's a lot of math and stuff. Sure. My favorite baseball movie is probably League of Their Own. I yeah, League like of Their Own's that. a classic. Um, Forty two is like, pretty good. Forty two. My wife loves Forty two. Yeah, Forty two. Like good. I think when we went and saw that when we were dating. Um, I think she cried in the theater. Like she really? really liked it. Like she loved that movie. And she's like, anytime it's on, she'll be like, let's watch 42. Interesting. And I, I'm not as high as it on, uh, I'm not as high on it as I am on, uh, some other sports right. movies, but I, I think it's, I think it's a good movie. And I think it, um, uh, you know, tells a really important story that really changed, uh, oh, it absolutely the attitudes changed. of a lot of people in the country and it does it really well. And it, uh, did a good job depicting a lot of the negative attitudes that were kind of surrounded around Jackie Robinson at that yeah. time. So, um, but yeah, like Sandlot's definitely up there for me. Um, and I don't know if it's just the Utah bias or that it's hilarious or that it's quotable, but if you haven't seen the Sandlot, like freaking Kurt hasn't. Do you remember? Yeah. That's why Kurt's not back this week, guys. <laughs> he hasn't seen Rocky or, uh, Kurt. R.I.P. Yeah. Or, uh, or Sandlot. Sandlot. So he's buried in a in a shallow grave somewhere around Cedar City right now. <laughs> Hopefully, one with a TV and a decent Blu-ray player. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man, we could talk sports movies for like another pod. Probably have to save it. Maybe we'll have to do a whole sports po- sports movie pod. I think we could. It'd be possible. Um. But yeah, looking. So this week, uh, we got uh, football's back. Um, high school football starts up pretty soon. Um, and I'm super excited for that. Um, what else is going on? That's it. No golf show this weekend. No more golf, all football. RIP to the golf show. RIP to the golf show. But thank goodness. Football's back. You had a good run though. I did have a good run. I think I edited half of them maybe. So. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. I am Hemahimuli Jr. Joined with me is, as always, uh, the Internet Jesus himself, Sean Walker. Fart sniffer. 
and the local lovable Canuck, Zach Hicken. You both play baseball like girls. What did you say? What? You're killing me, Smalls. Thanks, guys.